Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. Be real, Excellus King. Shit, listen, uh, it's your host, CEO Hayes, in the building. And finally, I'm going to introduce her first because she's been two, two no-call, no-shows, but yet she's still here because we ain't going to fire her. What's going on, Lo? <laughs> you just going to put me out with the no-call, no-show? I'm just saying, you know. Wow. Wow. Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Bailey the Greatest also in the building. What's going on, bro? What's good, y'all? I'm glad Lo is back. I miss Lo. I know, right? It's a certain amount of energy that Lo, too, that, Lo, that, that Lo brings, so... And Mary, I know you don't miss me. The hell, <laughs> yeah. I know I'm happy. I know I'm happy that that we can officially find her on Twitter now. I know, right? I think she just deactivated her page and reactivated because that the week that we find her, the very next week when it comes to tagger and stuff, the page is gone. No, none of us can find her. It's not gone. It's it's, it's back now. Weird. Now it's back. But I didn't call Twitter. I called Twitter like, look, I'm looking for low. Okay, she told us what the handle was. I'm putting it in right now. Where is she? <laughs> we put out a podcaster's APB out on you and everything. Like, we just could not find you. Oh, sorry, guys. I had to recollect. Sometimes you got to recollect your energy, you know, and make it your own again. <laughs> what happened? Why'd you lose your energy? We need to know. The people want to know what happened to your energy. All I do is work. And I'm always around people. Like, I wanted to be around people that I love and that love me. And that was it. And we, and I did how that. How much weed was involved? Hmm? How much, how much Mary Joanna was involved? A lot. Okay. A That's whole what's up. lot. We don't A judge here. We don't judge here. No. I'm, I'm fresh edible. off of edible. Oh, you oh did. look at that. Look you at God. Fresh off of wood. <laughs> look at me. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I was stuck. First was of all, can, can I tell? We was at Taco, we was at Taco Bell for like an hour. I bet. Either White Castles, Denny's, or Taco Bell is the hit every time. Huh? Um, yeah, it hit. I actually did a. I did a podcast. I was on an episode last night, um, and it hit like in the middle of the in the middle of the episode. It just hit me, man. <laughs> <laughs> My whole demeanor just changed. I oh, promise shit. that like edibles are only activated by you saying oh either it's not that bad or these edibles ain't shit that's that's when they're yeah. activated mm-hmm. or when you stand up when you stand up that's when you just there you go are floating. Did, I, did i tell you, you all my edible story before i don't think so all right so you know how they have this so i have a friend who's from california we we he, we were all met up in philly or whatever he brought in the sour my sour belts are my all-time favorite candy ever. that's what i got and so I, I saw the he had them in like a bag or whatever. They're no nowhere marked edibles. So I thought because it was like my birthday weekend, I'm like, oh my nigga brought me some edible. I mean some um sour belts. I grabbed like ten of them and stuffed them in my mouth. I'm eating. Them. Oh no! It's so over. then so then he came downstairs. He was like, hey hey y'all started on the edibles already? I wasn't paying him any attention. And uh, it was a haze. I was like, yeah. He was like, did you eat the, eat this uh this candy right here? I said, yeah, nigga, you know I love sour bros. He's like, how many did you eat? I said, I don't know. Just grabbed a handful. He said, bro, those are edibles. Listen, when I tell you, that was some shit. I'm not even going to get into yeah. that. Like, that I know you was floating. It depends on how many uh, milligrams it is. I I buy a pack from uh, from a spot I go to, and they were like 350. They were like 350 a milligram. She told me only take either half of one or the whole one. Mm-hmm. That's it. You can't take the whole one. Green out. We was fucking <laughs> stuck. You and have no tell you, idea. They tell you to, they tell you to chew it thoroughly too. <laughs> and I did that, boy. When it hit, oh man, it hits. 
That shit, yeah. But nonetheless, enough talking about us being fucking heathens out here. <laughs> I guess we should get to what, like. we, <laughs> what we came in for. Oh man, my, my listen, my week. I had the best weekend ever being in New York. I uh, presented. I was part of the uh, Afros and Audio Podcast Festival. I actually opened the festival. That shit was amazing. Next year, we all need to go. That's all I'm going to say. Mm, Next year, go. Okay. Okay. I like that. It was an amazing-ass experience. But uh... Welcome to the Breaks Radio. Coming back now, I'm ready to talk to my people about some hip-hop. And the first thing that we're going to talk about are the BET Awards. First of all, I want to ask you guys this. Did you actually watch the awards? Because I'm going to admit, I got everything I needed from Twitter. I didn't have to watch a two-hour <laughs> awards show. It was really only about 35 minutes worth of shit that I wanted to see, and I got it all from Twitter. Right. right. I, I, don't, I don't watch the awards anymore. I just watch the clips on Twitter or YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever whatever is is being over talked about that you just can't get away from, you're eventually going to find it on Twitter, Instagram, or you'll you'll research it on YouTube or something like that. And that's that's exactly what I did. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a couple of years. I think the last time I watched it was when Lemonade came out and Beyonce was performing with Kendrick. Mm. But I did definitely watch Mary and Lil Kim because I had to see Mary shuffle across yeah. the stage like she did. You got to see it. She, well, <laughs> man, listen, I, and she's a legend. She is an absolute legend. But that motherfucker ain't. How do you a, a performer for thirty plus years and still ain't learned how to dance? She cannot same, dance. The same moves. dance moves. Turn Diddy. She's well, doing the a Diddy is, though, you can't tell me no difference. Is Diddy can dance. He just has Diddy patterned in his mood. Please, Diddy can go back and look at the thing he did with his sons when he was dressed up as Pennywise from it. Diddy can dance. He just patterned his move. He ain't need to dance. <laughs> he he got his he got his so his shoulder shrug down, his his struggle Harlem shaking. He ain't needed to do anything in the last 15 years. Baylor, can Diddy dance? I mean, well, you know what? To be fair, technically, I think he started out as a dancer. Exactly. But Excuse I, me? Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, that. yeah. He was a, he was a background dancer um, before he started before he started his own label. But it was a while ago. You can't lose. I look. I lost my moves. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> well, I mean, it was the BET EBT Awards. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh. And we steady complaining. We stay complaining about being accepted to everybody else's award show and getting mm-hmm. that recognition, but we don't even take care of it. That's a whole nother rant. That's a whole nother it show. It is, but you know, they have some cleaning up to do. BET has let us down. So. Man. It's, the award shows, like, for the most part, I think that, like a foot, putting on a whole great award show, like where the whole show is watch is is a must watch, is impossible nowadays. It's just not possible. Um, I think that you have artists now who tour so much that when it comes to these award shows, like they really they're not really tripping off of it. Like they're they're not putting their best into it. They're it, back in when we were like in high school and younger, even before us, like. These award shows were people's chances to get put. They, they use these award shows to make people buy tickets to come see them live. They, yeah, they had to show yeah. up. Nowadays, motherfuckers are on tour all year round. So when it comes time to slow down for an award show like this, you 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 getting the B side basically of performances. Mm-hmm. 
But they also, yeah. they, but that when it, when you talk about the Oscars and the Grammys, though, they make it. It's a it's a standard that they have. Yes. When it comes to be, you know how many cats I didn't seen inside the BET Awards. Like, what are you doing in there, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. at this point, they're letting anybody up in there yeah. just to fill those seats. That's yeah, true. that's true. That's true. What do you, do you got? So, what is like? What do you guys look at as the premier award show for our culture nowadays? Is there anything specifically that's just for us? Or do you think, like, we have to look towards the Grammys? Do you have to think we look towards the Oscars for kind of that culmination? Like, the BET Awards and the Hip Hop Awards used to be it back in the day. VMAs a little bit. None of those really matter anymore. Like, the Hip Hop Awards, I really only care about the ciphers. That's all that I care about. That's it. And and that's what we look forward to. Basically, when you mm-hmm. think of BET, it's like, it's like a reunion. Because the same mm-hmm. cats is coming back. But when you look at the Oscars and the Grammys, everybody is like you're going to a diverse school, you know, mm-hmm. and then there's going to be people inside there that you don't normally talk to. But they keep their it's a it's a higher standard to how they to how they work their show. When you, the BET Awards ain't nothing but a backyard boogie with suits on. Yeah. <laughs> but we like the backyard boogies. We Sometimes. do. I, we do. I think I think I think we're we're sick of it now because it's a lot of it's a lot of ignorant content that's involved mm-hmm. now. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. They let us down so many times. I'm like, I do look forward to, like you guys said, the ciphers, because I get to see, you know, like the up and coming people rap and see what they got. But other than that, like, I don't be know who is little baby. Who is that? <laughs> First like, of all, little baby and the baby, there should be no reason why they're both allowed to have a name that similar. I'm just saying, this but you know, makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who half of them people is. So yeah, but uh, <laughs> so you know, we kind of generally talked about, it, but uh, a couple things that I want to specifically talk about from these BT awards: Nipsey Hussle winning Hip Hop Male Artist of the Year. Is that a legacy award? Like, don't get me wrong, his contributions, everything, we all know what that means. I'm not trying to take away from any of that. But really, looking back at the year, the the year from the last BT awards to this one. Do you do you really feel like musically Nipsey should have won that? Oh, he should have won the best album. The reason why they gave him the best artist is because he passed away. Okay. Because if he didn't, if he was still alive, they would have gave it to Drake or Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I even though even though I criticize Drake a lot, uh, I, I was very truthful about his last album. I and I'm not a fan of his, but. I put my bias to the side and my hate to the side, and I said, "No, this is really not a good album." At all, it, it, com- compared to the other albums that came out that year. Yeah. No, but if Nip was still alive, they would have gave it to Drake, or they would have gave it mm-hmm. to Travis Scott. And Travis Scott had a great album. To me. Travis Scott would I wouldn't have been able to argue that at all. Travis, for me to not even be a Travis Scott fan, that album was wasn't perfect, but it was it definitely showed a growth for him, and it's one of those albums that I could sit back and probably listen to ninety percent of the album without skipping it. Yep, mm-hmm. which so, is rare. Yeah, especially for Travis Scott because I, I can't stand him. Nipsey deserved it. I thought that, that his music was really good, and him. I know him passing away obviously shined a lot of light on him because I wasn't um, too familiar with him when he was alive, unfortunately. But um, I think he deserved. He deserved all of it. Whatever yeah. they give him, give it to him. All right. Fair enough. Uh, the next topic, though, before, and then we're going to get off the BET Awards. Cardi B winning album of the year. I mean, we... <laughs> uh, 
like, yeah. I wouldn't I mind mean, her yeah. winning Artist of the Year because of everything she's done with her music. Like, every, the heights that she's gone. Like, every she's literally accomplished what it takes people their whole careers to accomplish in her first album. And that has to be recognized. Whether you enjoy her music or not, it has to be recognized what she's been able to do and accomplish. I really feel that. But for her to win, and I and I loved her album. But for it to mm-hmm. be album of the year, nah, man, I, I can't, but I can't get with that. That's the thing, though. Like, I feel like the two best artists were Nip and her. Yeah, uh, I think, but she had more of a social media uh, impact than okay. Nip did. Okay, you know what I mean. That makes sense. And because of and because of her background, just like Lo said, uh, she wasn't aware of Nip like that because. He he may have been huge on the West Coast. That album was to reach everybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas Cardi B, we've been knowing her since you know she was on TV. Okay. Before she even came out with the album, so I get it. And shout out to Nip. You know, a round of applause he gave to her for winning that. You know, um, or respecting her achievements and things like that throughout the year, where he should have it should have been a trifecta. But I respect it. She does that album is real good. Yeah, that how did she good. get it though? I don't understand how she got it. I really don't. Cause is it Invasion of Privacy? Yeah, that one. Uh-huh. It was on the nom. It was part of like the nominees for Album of the Year last year. So I don't understand why they won't just archive it. Like, okay. I thought, was I she on? The, was she on the list for Album of the Year last year at the BET? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, that's odd. I've not. That's weird. I've never heard somebody nominated back to back years like that. That's weird. Um, I'm just ready for them to stop. Okay. Isn't, but the thing is, like, and she just dropped the video for press. Like, it's which she, is great. It's it, isn't it? Isn't it? It's amazing. Like, I love it. And the thing is, is that like what she's she's still growing as an artist, and now that she's getting into the point of like her visuals are starting to be almost as important as like her club band. Like, th- be prepared. I really, really, honestly see it's going to be like three years before Cardi even starts to fizzle out, and that's if. If she falls off musically or if her fans just get tired of her. But it's easily going to be a three-year stretch of Cardi kind of running everything. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, unless she goes to jail, which I purposely didn't put. Because I'm trying to – this list is real positive except one thing. So I'm trying to keep this week positive. We'll talk about that next week, though. Um, You you know what? She might might walk away from the rap game on purpose to pursue some other things like acting. We'll see. You know what? Her her Saturday Night Live performances haven't been that bad, honestly. I mean, you got to think about a lot of rappers go that route, you know, because those money, uh, those movie checks is somewhat different. I think the thing with Cardi is that Cardi's already secured. What do you think? I honestly think the rest of her life. Like, when this music thing fizzles out, it could be acting, it could be guest spots, it could be a talk show, like it could be a podcast. Cardi's literally going to be here forever. That's just How much is is she addicted to fame, though? Exactly. Yeah. I think it would be dumb for her to stop. Like, okay, uh-huh. you secure your life, but what about your child? Like, she has a child now. Yeah. Even, and I think even, that she's even if she's doing what she loves. Yeah. Yeah. And she's staying true to her. Like, regardless of what you do or don't like about Cardi, this is she's been her the whole time, the whole time. Because yeah. even if she, even if she decides that she wants to to give the whole fame thing up, stop rapping, doesn't want to do any acting, just want to sit back and enjoy her fruits and with her family, it's not going to happen. She's already too big to where to, you know what I'm saying, she got to rent out stores just to go shopping. She, w- she yeah. would have to literally move, like, 
overseas on some secluded island and completely just get away for her to completely stay out the public eye at this point. And that's not going. Yeah, because <clears throat> she got to die down and she's too young for that. Yeah. Yeah. Way too young. What is she like? 24, 25? She's like 24 years old. That's like, crazy. I'm. That's crazy. She got a solid. Shook. Like, she got a solid. Told, yeah. Yeah. Should be told if she was to continue uh, this rapping, she got a solid 10 years ahead of her. Yeah. 10 years at the minimum. 15 like, years probably. She don't look 24. She does not look 24. To She's me. had I'm a hard sorry. life. But that's we. She we're, had a hard <laughs> life. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is, the thing is, is she looks, she looks better now. But she if you remember, go back and look at that first season of Love oh, and Hip Hop. She was twenty one, and yeah. she easily looked thirty five. She sounds twenty one too. Everything that she yeah. did on that show was yeah. But mm. all right, let's let's. I said we're gonna keep it positive. She let's keep it positive. Let's keep it positive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. I know I, this isn't on the list, um, kind of throwing an audible here because I definitely wanted to mention it, but the Triple XL freshman class of 2019. Oh, man. Listen. Let me tell you, my boy, I was just telling my boy, I said, man. man, this is not on the list. He said, that got to be on the list. I said, it'll probably be on the list next week. Yeah. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, yeah, because I, it honestly, I thought I put it on the list. I just, I guess I was typing I, so I, fast. I, 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 I had wouldn't know why it. you wouldn't. I, yeah. I had a feeling like, well, I, he must have been asleep or something. So let's let's read this off. So we got Blueface, right? <laughs> I, I apologize. Lil Mosey, Tierra Wack, who I like, the baby who I like, uh Megan the Stallion, who I like, yeah. Rico Nasty, uh yeah. Roddy Roach. Who am I missing? I'm missing somebody. I don't know. Whoever else I'm missing. Uh, but this list is fucking trash. Like this list is, is some this all this is is the next class of rappers who are gonna be arrested. The only people on this list who honestly I respect their artistry, Megan Lee Stallion isn't going anywhere anytime soon. The baby she isn't not. the baby isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Blueface, he has a three year stretch. Tops. That's all he got. All these other cats, I ain't And I'm sad that. I'm sad about that three year stretch. Yeah. Right. Oh, why YBN Corday is who I miss. I'm not gonna lie to you. This is probably the worst class I've ever seen. And I thought last year's class serious? was bad. This they class don't have is a, they terrible. don't have a, they don't have enough strength. They don't have a power cat up there to carry this at all. Not one lyricist on the is list. Massive right but now. But she's still mm -hmm. new though. She's still new. Like, but that's what this we, is. It's the freshman, the freshman class. I I know, but most of these cats have been out already because of how the hip hop game is. They've been coming it in off of uh, SoundCloud and like, how the hell is true. Blueface a freshman? That's what I, I'm saying. I hate that song. Like, I don't understand. Like, really, I'm Tierra Mac, Megan Thee Stallion, and the Baby are the only ones on here who, I, as of right now, with oh, what man. they've released right now, I can see having lengthy careers. That's a oh, whole other episode in itself. Yeah. We got to bring all the drop class together, and I can count two that was back to back. What the uh, the Kendrick <laughs> and J Rock classes? That one, yeah, yeah. those because yeah. they were back to back. Remember but. the oh, man? They used to have some good classes. Like remember when Vic Menza and I yeah. think Chance the Rapper were on the same. Yeah, yeah. Cole, I think Cole, Cole was Cole on that class, and Cole, Cole Nip, uh, uh, Wiz, all them cats was on the same cover. Yeah. That's a cold cover right there. Come on, there. man. Like, the, the, the classes used to literally be the people that you can be like, all right, these are the people I'm going to watch for the next five, at least five years. Now it's just like, oh, man, I don't know, man. I, I really low, don't low, know. Lo, you're right. Like, it is the freshman class, which means nine times out of ten, they only have one album out. 
You know what I mean? Right. But at the same time, they got that they got that cover off of mixtapes and things like that. Like true mm-hmm. friend, friend, uh, true fans know who they were before they got there. You know exactly. And, and uh, it's it's too many. Like I roll with Megan, and she probably the strongest one on there. Listen, she uh, is. I but like I'm like stuck on this. It's a hot girl summer little thing fab that's going on right now so when i saw her on there like i was hyped so well, we, i mean everybody I mean, else she had to be on i love rico nasty though but do you think he has longevity like really do you look do you she has longevity rico nasty yes, she does yes she's dope once she gets like the right producers because she is she's don't, like she can really, really rap. Like she so, really. So she, can. so she's pending right now. All right, she's pending. <laughs> <laughs> because if she got to get, if she got to get with the right producer, that means we waiting. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Y'all so, right. Compared look, to the look, older. Watch this. I'm about to make low. I'm about to make low smile on this one. At the end of the at the end of the day, within the next five years, we're gonna look back and see was Tyler. On a uh, on a cover, I don't, I don't think he, could, he, he could be. I want to say he was, but he's working himself into being, you know, a borderline Hall of Famer right now. He is. Yeah. He's a legend. I'm not gonna deny him, man. Like one I, I, one I, more I, album, like Igor, it solidifies him. Like seriously, one more album of that quality. God, if he does it better than that, that's it. That that solidifies him as a legend. And what's scary is uh, he's, he's young too. Yeah, because he was going he was going to school with my with my sister in law, and she's like twenty two, twenty three. He has plenty of time. Like that's what I'm saying. I'm not even saying his next one has to be. Let's say he releases two albums in the next three three to four years. If one of those are at the level of Igor, it solidifies him. These, I, I all right, yeah. Okay, it's trash. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you said it. No, it's trash. I'm looking at Mac Miller's like sitting next to Kendrick Lamar. Exactly. And exactly. Like, uh, yeah. Was Mickey was Mickey Fax on the same class as Kendrick, or was he on I the J Rock class? YG is on here. Mickey Mickey isn't on here. Meek Mill is on here. Meek Mill is the same class as Kendrick. And YG. Oh, yeah. See, yeah, yeah, that's the best class ever, hands down. Big crit, like shit. All right. <laughs> yeah. Mary's in the building. Mary, you with us? All right. I guess she's still getting situated. <laughs> Baylor the Grace frozen. It's just like it's a party over here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are we missing? So, um, what was I gonna say? Low. Okay. So right now we're gonna we're gonna right now we're gonna come back to this. If we're still we'll still be doing this podcast. We got to be in two years. So two years from now, right now, other than Megan Thee Stallion because she's the easy pick, who do you think is gonna be the mm-hmm. stand the one that we look at this cover is the standout artist? I can't answer that. Like compared to the old list, like going through like the old list. Yeah. I can't answer that. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I I, I really think uh I don't even know. Is Shay Mac on this list? No, I'm just playing. Um <laughs> Shay Mac. <laughs> if I had to pick well be. if I had to pick anyone, I'll say I'll say if he doesn't wind up in jail the baby. 
I don't know who the baby is. I don't know who it is. Or oh, who is come he? Come on. I need you to do your research, man. Nah, I'll send you some stuff. The baby honestly is a good art. I would, I don't, I don't, I hate comparing artists. So I don't, I'm not even going to get into the realm of, of comparing them. But I think the baby could, the baby can be one of those artists who literally has a hit every summer for the next five years. Okay. Like being, being that level of artist. I won't say it won't be anything like a classic album or anything, but I can see. The baby easily having one mega hit every year. If yeah. he stays out of jail. If yeah, if that was what I how I prefaced it too. If he stays out of jail, if he can stay his ass out of jail. Um, right. But uh, Mary, we're talking about the uh, the double XL freshman class of 2019. What do you think about it when you first saw it? I think it was just very predictable. Okay. Um, I felt like. Someone had tweeted, I don't even remember who it was, so my bad for not citing them. Um, But it was like, what are the criteria here? Is it like, you know, all the people who had like hot singles this year? Or is it people who you truly feel like are up next? Because it really was like a list of people who, you know, like freshmen that had a hot song already out. It wasn't really like we were getting put on to like some underground you know, like th- like the editors were really making any kind of predictions here. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree that the people they selected, like there was no one there that I was like, really them? But I just feel like maybe it should be defined like it's the double XL like rookie awards, not really <laughs> like, you know, like, who's that up makes next. Sense. That make- <laughs> yeah. yeah. And remember back in the day, we used to uh, read the Source magazine and you will see certain artists throughout the, the magazines and then that's how they will put you up on game. But but nowadays, just like you got to know somebody that knows somebody that's seen, that seen a SoundCloud link or something what? like that. Is that true? Because mm-hmm. like even when Kendrick was on the freshman class, that was after Overly Dedicated came out. So like, Mm-hmm. But music, it wasn't as easily accessible then. So now because we have so much music and it's easy to get to our fingertips, is that what's kind of thrown off? Because I really, I, I would have to go back and see, but I would like, I would probably think that most of the artists who were on the, the freshman class, even when it was at its height, had projects out in some shape, form, or fashion. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, it, oh, no. it is what it is. Uh, we'll keep it moving. Uh, anything left on the freshman class before we move on to the next topic? No, Only we'll... question, has the Breakfast Club interview came out yet? Because they usually talk to, what is it, the editor-in-chief? I don't think so. I, I really haven't. I've been so busy, I I don't know. I'm, I'm not even going to act like oh, I, okay. I don't know. But that's another thing. I feel like back in the day, the yeah. editors of, like, Double XL and The Source were, like, known personalities in their own right or known mm-hmm. talents and now that's it's true. like who are that's these true. people yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. there you go mary, mary you, just, you just need to start your own magazine i feel like you, that's what you need to do hire me i mean but who reads right like yeah. th- this yeah, is a magazine in in you yeah. know yeah. audio format right so that's true that we need to have true. our own damn awards though you know that's what, what we we, we'll do that at the end of this year we'll do the breaks the breaks radio awards there you go <laughs> there you go i'll come up with a nice graphic like and everything it. for it uh <laughs> so the next topic it's been 17 years since nellyville dropped six times platinum uh, it, <laughs> and I really 
I grew well, I didn't grow up, but I lived in St. Louis for so long. I was in St. Louis when this album dropped. So I, I'm going to kind of step away from this conversation because me being in St. Louis when this dropped, I'm not sure of like the impact in other cities um, because almost every song on this album played on the radio in St. Louis. So what do you, when you guys hear that 17 years since Nellyville dropped, what do you guys think? Do you think that it has it aged well? Is it a classic? What do you think? Who wants to take this one first? It's a, it's a hell of a, it's a, a two-time MVP class. There you go. There you go. That shit was bang. Like <laughs> everything up into sweatsuit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, Nellyville was probably besides his first album was you know his best album. Like, he had some Pimp Juice, uh, Dilemma, Air Force Ones, Rock the Mic, Rock the Mic is my shit. Man, Especially that remix, remix. Was, was amazing. Yes. Yes. Splurge. Um, no, that was a, that was a dope album. He did that. All right. Mary, what do you think? I agree. I mean, I feel like being on, you know, pretty much the opposite side of the country, it was rocking very hard out here, too. Um, And it's funny because I went to St. Louis a few times in the last two years for business, and people are still very much impacted by Nelly. Absolutely. (laughs) And Nellyville. So, you know, I mean, kudos to him for putting his city on the map and, yeah, I would say that album's definitely a classic. And I mean, in terms of it aging well, maybe we that's a whole other conversation <laughs> because I feel like it depends <laughs> on where you are, right? Like, yeah. I know our hip-hop stations um, in New York, they don't really play throwbacks the way they used to. So I do feel like, I don't know, like my daughter probably doesn't so much know anything off of that. You know what I mean? But for us old heads... Shutter. Um, it's definitely, you know, it's it's a classic. I mean, it, any joint off of that album can bring you back, and you'll remember where you were at or what good time you were having when that played. So. Oh, I know where I was at. I'm gonna show my age because I was a year removed from high school. Damn, Baylor. Yeah, I know. I, was I even a freshman when that dropped? Like shit. Damn, bro. <laughs> I was a freshman in high school. <laughs> you were a freshman, so I had to be a sophomore then, I guess. But um. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, Loxa, what do you think? It was a fun album. It was a good time. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Somebody's I definitely am. Um... <laughs> Sorry, I thought I was muted. It... <laughs> it's just crazy that it was 17 years ago. Like, I feel really old, but definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it does That's make you feel old. But yeah, like I said, I wanted to kind of step back from the from the conversation because I, I didn't know me being in St. Louis during that time made it unfair. But since everyone agrees, it's absolutely mm-hmm. a classic. Absol- uh-huh. Absolutely. In every sense of the word, like quality of the music, the impact that it had culturally. If you want to throw sales numbers into it, every criteria you can throw at it, it definitely meets the, the bar of being the classic. So. Um. Yeah, but you got to explain how uh, Kelly was trying to two way him on a spreadsheet. Yeah, they, I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> like what? But also, it was a good video though. Yeah. Also, twenty three years since Reasonable Doubt dropped. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. We ain't, we don't even have to argue that as it being a classic. I think we all. I would hope we all agree that that's a classic. So. Oh, Baylor looked off. Do you not agree that that reasonable doubt is a classic, Baylor? You no, got some I hot takes? Some, no, no, don't do, this, don't do that. Don't do that. Not about to have, have New York come after me. It is definitely a classic. I love it. 
Love everything mm-hmm. about it. I was just I was just looking at somebody <laughs> pulling into the driveway. That is all. I promise. It's definitely a classic. <laughs> I prefer the Blueprint one, but it's definitely a classic. I can agree with that, but yeah, it's still a classic. Um, all right, last last talk before we get into the first break. Fifty Cent, maybe Power is not coming to the end after season six. He had a tweet. You never know with Fifty because he could be trolling, but he said that this season's so good that he's not that he doesn't want to end Power at season six anymore. Season seven being a possibility. We haven't seen anything from season six yet. Are you guys excited that, that it may continue? What do you think, Baylor? Yes, you don't, but just don't get me hyped up, all right, Fafi. <laughs> don't get me hyped up because um, I'm here for it. Just you need that good writing, though. Yeah. Don't you know? I'm saying, don't fall off. Don't be the Walking Dead. Okay, all right, fair enough. What do you think, Lo? Um, where's the story gonna go? Um, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> I thought we were done. Can we do a spinoff? Like a spinoff would be dope. Like I think we well, talked plan- about. Yeah, that they're planning too. two. I think they they said two spinoffs. So. A, a spinoff, but did they? Better, like, but did they ever say who the spinoffs were? Is no. it going to be the kid and Tommy? It it just said it was going to be stories in the world of power. So I don't know if any mm. of the characters, like if they said what characters, and they probably won't because that'll give away anything from season six. We we they want us to not know who comes out of this alive. So I, I don't think we'll know about that till like after the season. That has to be what he's talking about then. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Mary? Do, 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 do. All right. Well, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I just got a new phone yeah. and <laughs> I'm like still figuring out how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love power, but I share Lowe's concern. Like as much as I don't want to see it go, I think that the way that the storyline has now gone, it will be a very, the vibe will be very different if it carried on <laughs> for much longer because you know, half of these characters can't aren't gonna live. There's no way. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I mean, and Fiddy played too much, so I'm not even trying to get, put too much emotional exactly. investment into this possibility. <laughs> but are we cool with character development? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, everything has made sense. Put it that way. Like you know, street code has been upheld. <laughs> uh-huh. So you know, it's like hard, I, I mean, but they have the content. They have they have the the content to continue to continue it is just they got to make it believable. I, um, what I think they may do, they said they were going to do power spinoffs. Maybe the way that the season six ends, somebody a main character stays alive, and instead of technically it being a spinoff, they just keep it as part of the main series. Like let's say Tommy is the last one to stay alive, he decides to sign on for what was going to be the spinoff. Just call it season seven. Um, I'm just saying it could be something like that. We'll see. I'm just thinking about like the shy and how they're trying to Listen. move some people out and push some people in, and I'm just kind of like it's too soon. And yeah. like, I just uh, have like we all how seen? How we, have we? Do we all watch the shy? Absolutely. Yeah. Mary. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no. No. Okay. no. Uh, but I, but I, I was going to. I was going to speak on the last. I was going to speak on the last. The last episode, but I'll wait. Oh, yeah. I cried. We'll talk about that later because you just you you feel it because I I, I can go on. But uh, let's get into (laughs) let's get into our first break. We'll be right back after this. Yo, this is your boy Franco and this your boy Ray D, a.k.a. The Pie God. And we are the host of Dad's Dad's Talking Talking Shit Podcast. We're going to say Dad's Talking Shit Podcast. Let's just say Dad's Talking Shit. You're right. You know, it's a podcast. You're right. We're a podcast that talks about everything and anything. 
anything from pop culture to politics to social justice to sports, our children, livelihood. Life it is hood. this podcast is definitely not for solely dads. No, it's for women as well. We got a lot of mom dads out here, anyways. Mothers taking the place of fathers. So I was gonna say, wait, mom dads. That doesn't make yeah, sense. It does. Mom dads. Pretty much this podcast for anybody and everybody. So you can check us out on all major streaming platforms iTunes, Speaker, iHeartRadio. You can also follow us on all social media platforms Instagram. I didn't even say Dad's Talking Shit. With Dad's Talking Shit. Instagram. Dad's Talking Shit. Facebook. Dad's Talking Shit. Twitter. Dad's Talking Shit. And it's our Gmail. Yeah, you can't Gmail us. All right, y'all. Tune in. Salute. Salute. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So we're back. And this one is. Young Buck released a diss track to 50 Cent called Foofy. Mm. <laughs> okay. I'll take this one first. Just the the headline of Young Buck releases 50 Cent Disc. They were tickled. And he named the track Foofy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I will say this. Buck's flow is decent. Like, yeah, his yeah. cadence I like. Like, he's always had a dope cadence. But what did he say? Like, I listened to this and I'm still trying to figure out, was this really a diss? Or was it like, I don't... I, this was this was not good, Buck. He said he said at the end he said he said I'm available for any type of energy. We all know. We all right. know. Sound said, all like nobody stopped him at the studio. I said, no, you not, man. He got you. Re- he got you crying on tape. <laughs> oh my god! I listened to it three times, <laughs> and I said, first of. I said, first of all, stop using this damn Drake beat uh, because um, Damian Lillard just recently used it between a rap battle between him and another player from the league. And I said, stop it. This is getting out of – as soon as it came on, I said, oh, my God. Here we go, Buck. Oh, man. You'll be finding some topics, boy. Boy. That tickled my hey, soul. Once – you know that I was throwing this shit on here because I'm like, we got to talk about this shit. If nothing else, just the laughs that we're going to share. Mary, did you get to hear it yet? I did, and I don't know. I just, <laughs> it was a joke, exactly. <laughs> like, what? Mary sounds so disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, because man. again, we come from an era where like rap beefs were real and ended in actual death. And I'm not mm-hmm. condoning that or saying I want that back, but I just feel like nobody's real anymore. <laughs> it's you like, know, you know it's fake. That's why. That's what I'm, right. You know. It's all entertainment. Even like Fiddy with this whole everybody owes him money shit. It's like, all right, we've dragged oh, this enough. Like, new joke, please. Oh, boy. Yeah. But no, Fiddy, he'll have another one. Like, has he even commented? Like, I looked. When I sent the list, let's see if he's even commented on this disc. It really seems like he's just completely ignoring it. And I can understand why. Like, why give any energy towards this? It, I'm, I'm not even a rapper. If somebody came out with a disc and this was it for me, I wouldn't even respond. There's no point. There's no right. no point. This is this is trash. I don't know, man. Let's move on, though. Something I do have a hot take about. Beyonce, they finally released... Uh, can you feel what is it? Can you feel love tonight? Whatever the name of the song is from Lion King, Beyonce, Childish Gambino. Why did she try to overpower that man on this song? Like it's supposed to be a duet. That's what this is supposed. It's supposed to be. I don't think she be. tried. <sighs> she just. I don't think it. she tried. I think she's just Beyonce. Like, come on. Right. But my thing is, yes. like, 
like Beyonce's been on track with, with people who cannot nearly sing as good as her, and she hasn't overshadowed them. Like my 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 opinion, listening to this is they did not re- record this together. Like I fully believe that neither one of them heard the how the other did it. They just mixed it together at, like after the fact because I can't I cannot believe that Donald Glover would would let her do him like this. This is bad. This is not. Well, good. well what if she got the track second and she said, oh. Okay, <laughs> you know, and you know, you know that's what they do, like in the rap game. Like a cat of hear a verse, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I gotta go back. Let me rewrite this." I think she probably did that. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, you know, but it's a classic. You know, it's a classic. Uh, you know, Lion King, a classic movie, a classic play. You gotta come with it. Yeah. You got to. Yeah. But but like Childish Gambino is not a singer, so you know what I mean. Like he's an entertainer, and but he don't he can't he can't match Beyonce. You know what I mean? So I, I think he did what he was supposed to do. He provided some little background vocals and nine like <laughs> layered. I guess she can't help it. She's that talented, like. I, I just guess. have to give it to her, I, and I can completely see a video in which, like, because you know they're gonna have to release a video for it. Like, what what are, what are, what are you gonna do that that matches the energy? Because like, if they're in the video, make, they make it look like Donald Glover singing his heart out while Beyonce is killing him. I'm just gonna be like, shut the shit off. Like, this is not it. This is not it at all. Like, I don't know, man. Don't in know. her defense, though, if she didn't come with it, then we would be crucifying You're her. Right. You're absolutely exactly. right. You're absolutely right, but do you guys like the track over? I mean, like the re- the remake of it overall? No, uh, I mean, I get it, but the original is still yeah. Best. I, listen, I um seeing Mufasa die in real life is gonna hurt my heart. I'm oh no, I, I, come on now. I'm I'm not even gonna lie. I'm. Hey, we can't do this today, baby. All right, let's we go. Ahead. We're gonna today. keep it moving. Anything, anything left on this before we get <laughs> top five deaths of all time? Can't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna get to our last break. We're gonna come back, and we'll be right back. This is Ms. One Hundred, and this is Lady T, and we are the, the Hood, Hood Geniuses, Geniuses Podcast. Every Monday, we are releasing an episode, so make sure y'all stay tuned. And you can follow us on Twitter at Hood Geniuses Pod, on Facebook Hood Geniuses Podcast. And on IG, Hood Geniuses Pod. And make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube page so y'all can see us live and in the flesh. Yeah, and uh, we don't need Lady T to knuck and buck for y'all to start <laughs> listening to us. You know what I'm saying? So don't make Lady T knuck and buck. Hey, listen, I mean, eventually, you know what I'm saying, Lady T is getting up in age, so it may be, I may be in my wheelchair on my cane, I don't know. But I will get to you. <laughs> yeah, so make sure y'all do that. Hit that subscribe button, follow and y'all can email us at hoodgeniusespod at gmail.com. Thank you. And we're, we're back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> last topic for the day. Something that we talked, we touched on last week. I know Mary said she was actually going to get ready to watch it after we finish recording. Baylor, I know you said you were going to get it, hopefully get a chance to get to it. But this Netflix film called Beats, starring uh-huh. Anthony Anderson. I Forgive me, I do not remember the actor's name who played the young man. Young man, uh, kind of the main character of this movie. But what did you guys make of this film? I think his name is like Khalil or something like that. Okay, I watched it twice. It was good. It was really, I really good. like that. Yeah. Really yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, it touched on. But okay, so can I just say, did we not feel that Anthony Anderson was playing the same character that he was in Hustle and Flow? I, 
See, that is what I told my niece because my niece had me watching it. I was like, "This is like the like kid version of Hustlers." Is so me, me watching this I was, movie? I took I I mentally in my head I was like, "This is what happened to his character after Hustle and Flow," and this is just this is just part two of that. This is showing what happened to him after their whole thing didn't work. He went and became a security guard. Like it's it's it's, it's this is just the sequel. I, I believe he's the same character. That's how I painted it in my head. Right. But it would have been cooler if that was true. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they would have bridged that together, that would have been dope. Yeah. yeah. I, would have been, I was waiting oh, for him okay. to be like, whoop, that trick. But no. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to know a message that, um, and if you got kids, you can you cannot kind of understand where the mom was coming from. Uh, she kept him locked up. Yeah. Kept him locked up because she yeah. said she didn't want to lose him to the streets. So, like, I'm like, yeah. damn, I, I could I could feel that. I could understand that. The, and the way she was, she wasn't overreacting to me. She just didn't want to listen mm-hmm. to anything. Yeah. Right. But, but look at what she's been through. Yeah. I mean, he was shot, and then the sister died. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, the you, same bullet that killed her hit him. And I, yeah. and I missed it. Like, on my first watch, like, I and I don't know if I just wasn't paying close attention. I did miss at first that he was shot too. I saw that his sister was shot, but I I, mi- I missed the fact that he was also shot. It was that would have been traumatizing for anybody. Like much much less that your sister got shot in front of you. You saw her die, but you got hit with that same bullet. That's wild. Yep. All that, and then just think of what they're going through. Like the mom sent her out, and he blaming himself because she had to come out and come get him. She's mad that you know that she allowed them to be outside like that yeah. late. And it's a lot, man. It's, and it shows like the that a lot of black people don't take mental health very serious. Like yeah. instead of going to therapy, like it would have been nice if they would have added that story into it. Like them possibly going to therapy and getting help because like just locking the kid up. Like it, I was just annoyed with the mom. Like the way that she handled everything, which I would never understand her pain that she was trying to portray, but. I was just irritated with the whole movie. Well, I, I, I had to put myself in her shoes, though. Like, right, me too. I, yeah. I, I, I have that. I had that similar feeling, like staying in certain parts of LA, but at the same mm-hmm. time, like what Chicago has been going through these these past couple of years is crazy. It's traumatizing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And even for the boy, like anxiety is real. I mean, I kind of look. It is. Have anxiety, not to that effect, but. Um, I developed it when I was pregnant, which I don't know, not to get all, take this all left, but sometimes, well, you guys are dads and you have sisters. So like sometimes you develop some shit when you're pregnant and mm-hmm. it doesn't like leave you. So when I was pregnant with my son, I developed anxiety and like cl- kind of claustrophobia. Mm-hmm. Um, the claustrophobia went away, but then the anxiety kind of at, at times, um, like if I'm on the bus, like on my way into the city and I'm going into the tunnel, I'll start feeling kind of like they portrayed him to feel like like a magnet and everything's coming towards you. And like you I don't know, it's it's a it's real, though. Like, and yeah, no, my off thing, that I people were not. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just saying that, like, it, it's nice to open up the conversation of what you can do, because a lot of us feel that way. Like I've yes. been through traumatic situations that left me with crippling anxiety. Like I lost my son and that took oh. me out. But if I didn't get help, I probably would be, be sheltered just as in with her. Yeah. You know, yeah. you yeah. have to get yeah. help. So yeah. I just wish that they would have put that storyline into it. Like what can 
they do? What should you do if you're in that situation instead of just that's good the point. mob? Yeah. Oh, that's punching. a great that's a great pitch. Like, because I feel like towards the end of the movie, it was too it was too Disney for me. Like he going off exactly. to be this yeah, uprising yeah. producer, and he made it. Like, no, maybe if they showed a you know you cut to a scene where he is talking to a, a you know a therapist or something like that, that would have been dope. Yeah, but can I just tell you that also the scene where his ass um, burned the contract and, like, had them co- go do all that, that really pissed me off, too. <laughs> like, did he really need to have them come up there and then he do, like, I don't know. that We could have did without that part. I just, I, I mean, I, I think get he it. did it. I think he did it. I, I, first of all, you know they got to make a movie. <laughs> but at the same time, he probably wanted to do it in front of dude's face. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, because he really don't like him. Yeah. Um, but I, like I said, when it got towards the end, it was too it was too Disney. Yeah. Um, that everything came together. But you know, you, you kind of like started to get too emotionally attached to the characters, so he was happy that he did make it. Yes. Well, one thing I want to bring up, not to take us to another place, but maybe we add this to next week. Um, Baylor, before you had said like as a parent, it kind of you know made you want to lock your kids up. And I recently started watching the HBO show Euphoria, and uh-huh. that shit made me want to lock my daughter up. Like, horrible. I watch it. You, oh, like, man. Horrible. I heard like, it was I was wild. like, nah. Yeah. But I mean, it's real, and that's yeah. scary. And I mean, yeah. it's like true. And you want to talk about mental health? That show, like, it's it shines such a light on mental health, the self medicating that these little teenagers and Gen Zers are doing and yeah. and just uh, like it's just nasty really like the, the rawness of it and the sexual promiscuity I feel like we're almost going like I, I feel like our generation was kind of scared straight by like movies like kids and shit you know yeah, and like yeah. the AIDS epidemic was real and that does not exist now and now I feel like we've regressed into like back to this whole little like Let's all do drugs and just have random sex with everyone. Yeah, you know, I think, I, I, I think the, the 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 uh, what the prep pill or whatever it's called, to where you, like you can have unprotected sex and not contract HIV, is is I get it, I understand it, but it's going to make motherfuckers think that they can just do anything out here. Yeah, yeah no thanks. Like I, I and again, no, you know, no disrespect to anyone who has that and who is living with it and battling it, but I wouldn't trust no damn crap nothing like man this the stuff these kids gotta go through i my my biggest fear of all time is drunk drivers and kidnappers and like uh like i take i'll take my my little daughter to the park and she likes to get on the slides but i go with her because my anxiety goes up when i'm at a park because somebody go Mm -hmm. somebody take my daughter i'm i'm tearing this whole damn planet up Mm mm-hmm you see what I'm saying? And it's like, that's the stuff we got to worry about. Like, there were two recordings of, of two women, uh, I think, like, back-to-back days that was caught on camera trying to take somebody's kid. And I'm like, come on, man. What are y'all doing? So when, you know, going back to that, going back to the mother, I can understand why she would lock him up. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, this is just the world we live in. I feel I feel bad for... Uh, for those parents that that stay in the you know those type of areas in Chicago and Chicago been popping man I'm talking about seriously like I haven't seen anything like this since like 
the the eighties and the nineties in LA. This is bad, you know, to mm-hmm. the point where like you you just telling people like you just gotta move. Mm-hmm. You gotta leave. You know, when I, I when I tell Chicago. people I, I tell people all the time, like I stay forty five minutes to an hour away from LA and I'm never going back. I'm never really? going back. I'm never I'm never moving back to LA. It's so sad because Chicago is such a beautiful city. It's gorgeous. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't say it's gorgeous. I mean, it's cool. I think it's beautiful. It's cool. When the when the at night at night because it that when the, period when the sun's out, it really looks like Iraq. No, I'm just playing. Chicago is beautiful. I'm just what? <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I love Chicago. No, Chicago is Chicago is a beautiful city. It really is, and it sucks that the violent the violence is so prominent there because. Really, I think Chicago is like one of the best Midwestern cities in the in the fact of not only like everything that there is to do, but as far as like culturally and then their uh their uh what's the word I'm looking for? Their theater scene is huge. Like some of the biggest theater productions in the country come through Chicago. Like it's really really a, a big cultural city and it, it just sucks that when people think of it when you see or say Chicago to somebody, the first thing that comes to their mind is the violence. Mm-hmm. Yep. But all right, that was us talking about beats from Netflix and we got into some real shit. Anything left on anybody's hearts or mind before we go ahead and say goodnight for today? Hey, Netflix gotta cut us a check though. We 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 about everybody about to go watch that movie now. Exactly. Exactly. I'm surprised it really hasn't gotten I haven't seen it like talked about really anywhere. And it's it's really good. So Yeah, it's one of those things where Somebody posted in the catch fire like bird box. It'll catch fire yeah. some. Yeah. But you can't have a challenge from John. this. You can't have a challenge from this, so No, know. not at all. I mean you they might they might break out the turntables or something like that. That's something that the culture needs. I can get behind that challenge. So Y'all not gonna talk about how John Wall got up Chill. here and couldn't read that teleprompter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to my shout out to my athletes. Boy, he got up there struggling. Did you see what's what's old boy named Michael Michael E. Lee? Yeah, he was in the back giggling. Hey. Y'all gotta go check that clip out, man. John, if Wong. that ain't if that ain't if that ain't proof that people that these athletes are getting to college just like people are faking their grades, I don't know what else is. That boy, <laughs> shit, my eight year old, my I think my five year old could have read what he was struggling with on the teleprompter. That's not boy, that's not he's up there. I'm sweating like a slave now. He's up there. Sweating. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, goddamn, John, get it. somebody sub. <laughs> I don't get paid to be. Oh man, we're we're done. We're done. Like because this is finna get into a dark place. This has been the breaks radio. Everybody, tell the people where they can follow you. (laughs) Oh, young buck, young buck and John Wall. Young buck and John Wall is gonna be my life for for the rest of the week. Thank you for that for that content at Bailey the Great on all social media platforms. By the way. Jesus oh, Christ. Man, that is hilarious. Lo, tell the people where they can follow you if you don't delete your Twitter again. I'm not going to delete my Twitter. You guys can follow me <laughs> at my underscore name, underscore low on Twitter and also on Instagram. Watch them stories. She be tripping. <laughs> Miss Mary, go ahead and give them your handle. And I'm Miss Mary Almonte. M I S S M A R Y A L M O N T E. Everywhere. I think. 
<laughs> and you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. You can also follow us at uh, The Burks Radio, which I know we haven't really been doing much with our Twitter, but I actually came up with something. Uh, not only will we be tweeting out like albums and uh, thing and news articles from hip hop, but I think I want to start getting into uh, mini reviews for albums. Um, on both the Burks Media website and our Twitter. So we'll talk about that as we, us as hosts get together and talk on that. But I want to bring a deeper level of content to our social media because as of right now, all we really do is post the episode. So got to get better on that. But nonetheless, this has been the Burks Radio, the best hip-hop podcast around. I'm glad that all of us were back this week because the energy was real. Peace. I'm the type to take you home and realize I fuck the good all on the floor like what it feel like. Got up with carpet burn. Yeah. I just can't help it. Pussy good at me stalking her. Like me a officer. I can't get her off me. It's hard for me to get off of her. Got me thinking about cuffing her. Falling in love with her. Jokes on you, bitch. Yeah. Cause I tell her, oh, she wanna hear. Pull up with a new bitch. Uh-huh. You already know if I walk out the door. I ain't leaving with you, bitch. No. My bitch got red hair like the boat. That's my little cute bitch. Uh-huh. Her pussy with a all in it, just like a cruise ship. Hey. He probably still fucking them hoes I went to school with. Uh-huh. He probably acting around about me on some nut shit. What up? I beat a shot and brought that light. I'm on that fuck shit. Uh-huh. Why we can't fuck? You just want it. Cause you a duck, bitch. Yeah. I send her over to get some cheesecake on some puff shit. Uh-huh. I beat him fucking. Front your kid, I'm on some sick shit. I'm closing million dollar deals, get my dick lit. Yeah. I got him shit face, uh, all of them bitch made. Yeah. I'm all in the crib, another betrayal, bubble my mixtape. Uh, she sick of you, your bitch want me, cause I'm my shit straight. She gave me it and I played dead, we did the six. Eight.